Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Give me my gift. didn't think we'd manage to get here, but we have. We have. We actually, last year we did 12 and mm. it was a bit of a nightmare, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you remember? We were. Yeah. We sort of said, oh, we're not doing that again. Yeah. Uh, well, look, here we are. Mark just said we're doing this again. And I was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> I, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I knew it. What we've, we've done, a little change this year, is mm. I, I actually asked everyone on Twitter right. to put forward the matches that they thought we should cover yes. on WrestleMania. Ones that haven't come up before, mm. ones that have been discovered sort of recently, mm-hmm. ones that people really like. Something that basically says that they've only got themselves to blame. Exactly. So <laughs> it's not you, our fault. If you do not like the content of this, uh, that is, it, it's just down to you. Yeah. You should have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. This is the Bought bought Face podcast. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things we did last year was we ended up doing, like, pay-per-views. Yeah. And then that almost crippled us. Yeah, because we did full kind of... We did, like, thing. Heroes of Wrestling yeah. pay-per-view. And then we yeah. did some short matches as mm. well. And we found that, really, I mean, the podcast lengths were exactly the same, <laughs> regardless of whether it was one match or 13. <laughs> so we thought we'd, uh, we'd just take like individual matches that, that are, mm. are great. And yeah. honestly, the, 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 the suggestions that came in were so absolutely bang on mm. that I had a list of 12 within, I think, about an hour and a half. Cool. And I, I have an, another sort of like 20 mm. that we could have done. So, I mean, that's next year taken care of. <laughs> but I should imagine by next year, no one will care about this podcast. No, I don't <laughs> think anyone will care about anything. This might be the... <laughs> Scant consolation in a post-Brexit nightmare world. <laughs> You're keeping warm around your old episodes of WrestleMania. They're going to be broadcasting this on some kind of Radio Luxembourg-style <laughs> off, offshore oil rig kind yeah. of broadcast system. Well, emergency broadcast system. <laughs> While everything looks like Children of Men. <laughs> yeah. That's a really... If you've not seen Children of Men, have you seen Children of Men? It's Clive Owen. I remember the car going down. I remember the thing... Ex- I remember the um, building exploding at the start. Yeah. Where you're not expecting it. Oh, yeah. it's an explosion! Oof. And I remember the car... Slowly driving down the, the hill on fire, I think. That was an that's exciting right. one. Great yeah. film. That's what Great it will look like. Yeah. <laughs> really what Clive like. Owen with a career. We'll all look like Clive Owen. I interviewed him once. He's very mm. intense. Is he? All I could think of is that there was a film that you did once called The Croupier. I think it might have been his breakout role. Yeah. Uh, but he always had vodka in his freezer. Mm. And I have um, a Campari in my freezer. <laughs> and every time I sit, I think, Croupier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the croupier. Thanks, Clive. Thanks, Clive, for that. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this, because we've not really spoken about this off-air, so let's Mo- do the admin on-air. Okay. Um, do you want to release it? 
<laughs> every three days, which gets us to the seventh. Yeah. Or do you want to release it every two days, which gets us to the twenty sixth? You're, you're holding a piece of paper with some plans. Yeah, I've got an entirely different plan. For <laughs> plan C. Um, I've written just pretty much random numbers. What's really helpful is I haven't put the days of the week there. Okay. So it just works out. It's very simply easy to remember. Mm. One five two ten three twelve four sixteen. Um, is that a QR code you've written out by hand? <laughs> this comes off on Only Connect. <laughs> if someone guesses, it's the release schedule of the WrestleMemus ones. Well done, two okay, points. Okay, so we've got the first one coming out this... Right, right, so this is Thursday. Hello, everyone. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello, Thursday. This is how we do our planning. <laughs> and I think everything will, like, be Thursday and I think I've got it on Mondays. Okie dokie. Apart from... <laughs> <laughs> when we get the run on Christmas itself. Right. Because I was thinking about this, and actually, I, I, I saw the BBC One schedule mm. for Christmas Day. Yeah. And it's uh, toss. I mean, they're, they're fucking two Ronnies. Two <laughs> you know? Ronnies. And that's like a hilarious joke about. I'm 43 now. Mm. The two Ronnies to me seems like something you used to get when I was a kid. Yeah. And you'd go, oh, haven't they got anything but repeats? Mm. 43 now. Yeah. 43. And they're still doing still it. Still there. Yeah. And then there's Michael McIntyre and stuff like that. Is I, there any kind of like reboots of like Only Fills and Horses or anything like that? Is there any, like, open all hours kind of reduction? No, Children of Only Fools and Horses, which is... Only Fools and Horses is a crossover universe thing (laughs) between that and Children of Men. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all about Del. He's got the last female (laughs) chandelier. (laughs) (laughs) And And he can't break it. He mustn't break it. He mustn't break it. Or we're fucked. You will never (laughs) guess what happens. (laughs) Uh, So I just thought it'd be good to have a load over Christmas because I was thinking about this. Through a bar and crushes it. <laughs> crushes the last female chandelier. Yeah. Ah, plot twist. And the, the last thing you see is Roger Lloyd Pack turning to the camera, and he's got no eyes. It's just blood. It's really, really, really dystopian. Um, but I thought, like, over Christmas, it'd be quite nice to just have a backlog. So if you're like with your relatives or driving mm. down to see like your in-laws, yes. you know, or driving away as fast as you can, <laughs> you, you know that like at about three o'clock on Christmas Day, mm. you can go. Oh, I actually feel a bit uh, unwell, a bit poor. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm just tired. This long working take year. This bottle of pot to the bath. <laughs> this, I'm a three bar heater. This is my camp uh, freezer Campari. <laughs> You'll have four episodes of Wrestle with yes. you haven't heard. You can just do that and just oh, ignore lovely. your family. What a good idea! I didn't think of any of that. I just wrote down. It, it, it ended up like the Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just confusing. So I'm going to delete that. Also, importantly, it does mean that the last of these will be going out on the second of January. Cool. So we don't have to work on Christmas Day no. to make sure that. We've still got them in hand. Good point, yeah. And then we're back in the new year, probably after yeah. the seventh. We'll be back on the twelfth. Yeah, add, look, yeah. admin over. No, not twelfth. We'll be back on the ninth. There you go. We've done it. Yeah, perfect. We've done everyone. it. We've done it really Thank well. Thank you, Mark. You, you, you've really, <laughs> you've really helped me through a difficult time. We're five minutes in. Yeah, oh, we've not Good spoken news. about any wrestling. Isn't this just like other podcasts now? It's like most of the other podcasts I do. <laughs> At least this one has a point. <laughs> I saw your Luke and Pete thing was tweeting out a little bit of the bubbly today. Well, Luke, um, bless him. He when he gets hold of a meme, he really runs with it. He can't stop. Pete was shouting at the football ramble live shows, uh-huh. so a lot of people are, were tweeting us on the Luke and Pete show about a little bit of the bubbly yeah. which Luke is obsessed with mm-hmm. he's uh, whatever his it's name muddying is. our USP 
<laughs> Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has released some kind of um, he has kind they, of sparkling they, wine. They released a um, AEW are very close with a company called Pro Wrestling Tees, and right. Pro Wrestling Tees uh, are a massive producer of wrestling T-shirts. Okay, yeah. they started off as just a local T-shirt manufacturer. Mm. The wrestlers all started using them, and then they've become almost like a in partnership with AEW. Oh, it's and it's such means a smart move. They get their T-shirts out in minutes yeah. of things hitting. They did. The, I mean, their, their original Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly. Mm. That T-shirt was, I think, their biggest seller of all time, and right. they sell some big numbers of T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. They then produced really recently a limited run of Chris Jericho bubbly. Right. Uh, they sold. I think it was in less than a day. They sold. 100,000 bottles of it. Jesus Christ. And that ain't a dollar. No. I mean, I imagine, I imagine to buy it source, it's <laughs> significantly less. I reckon they probably take a hit on every last bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or are they just buying some cheap old plonk and sticking some labels it's, on it? It's I think that, 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 oh, it must be. I mean, uh, it, do you know what? If you'd have done 100, uh, you might have said, well, you know, it was a lost leader, but what yeah, a nice yeah. little thing to do. Yeah, yeah. When it's 100,000, <laughs> you've done you the maths sense. on that. You got yeah. me sense, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> They're not getting into planning meetings and going, right, what day are we releasing these on? Yeah. Seventh. <laughs> Then we're going to go back the 1st of December. <laughs> and if they are, they aren't printing it on a T-shirt. <laughs> They're doing it in private yeah. before they do it. This is the product. That's... This is the product you downloaded, guys. Mate, that's why they've got a proper, like, business. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't do other jobs as well as run the T-shirt I'm company. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm glad I'm leaving radio. <laughs> oh, man. I-, I mean, you're not alone in that, Pete. I think most of us are. <laughs> uh, our T-shirts. Hey, we're uh, talking to T-shirts. Yeah. And selling them. Mm. Um, um, uh, this Christmas is going to be probably the last we've time. We've taken a Stanley knife to all of ours. <laughs> bored of having them. We're actually selling, other podcasts will sell them, but they're obviously like damaged. Like They were, they were supposed to be destroyed. Um, we've got uh, only only a few things left if you do want them for Christmas. Mm. If you can order them early, that'll save me having to be in the post office on Christmas Eve. Um, Spoiling your child's just Christmas. Just 11 Lord Alfred Hayes t-shirts left, oh my seven days. pork and beans, and we only have 25 of our Gorilla WrestleMe pins that we may be making oh, sure. So cool! They are brilliant. They are lovely. How much are those guys? I think a six fifty. That is such. You know when you see like bespoke items, yeah, on like usually like Etsy or something, Mm. you sort of go. That's so bespoke. Yeah, it's such a short run. Yeah, and do do you know how much they cost me each to get them done? £6.59. About £8. <laughs> <laughs> that, that may or may not be true, but uh, that's what we're going with. Mm. Um, no, it's a bit it, less than It that. looks great. Yeah, make quite a lot of money on <laughs> everything. <laughs> Unlikable. Happy Christmas. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, kick off with yes. our, our very first match. And um, this is a, a, a famous now shoot match mm. that has only really been discovered and uncovered in recent years. Right. This is a match uh, between Coco Ware... And the Patriot. Mm. And uh, it's probably good that we talked for so long about admin and badges <laughs> and things, because this is a very short match, Yeah, uh, if only for the Patriots' yeah. sake. Let me make it clear, I have done two days' research into <laughs> Coco Beware. Uh, there's a story coming up about Prince's vault that in- involves him. Okay. And let me tell you, that is a cork. <laughs> You're going to love it. Uh, this is um, a match from Memphis in 1985. Mm-hmm. 
Coco is a uh, fan favourite. He's a he's a face. Yeah. Uh, at this point, <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah. He doesn't act like a good guy. <laughs> no. Um, and what happens is really it's it's like three minutes long, and uh, uh, the Patriot is a masked wrestler. Mm. He has a red mask, blue singlet, and white boots. Uh, so he is a patriot, yeah. um, either British or American. It's not really made clear because he loses consciousness quite quickly before he can explain it. And the bell goes, and basically uh, he sort of does a lock-up with Coco, mm. gets him to the corner, and then Coco begins to punch him repeatedly. Uh, he does a clothesline on him, which knocks the guy out. Yeah, he's, and not, then, he's not there after that, is no, he? No, and yeah. as soon as the guy's unconscious, Coco is like, here's my chance to just wail on this guy. But uh, make it still look like wrestling moves. Yeah, yeah. That, it's, it, it's weird because art, the, you, you appreciate the artistry of an actual wrestling move, the, the slaps and the hits and stuff, because they kind of look the same when they connect with yeah. Don't they? There's, there's a funny little bit where he does so. So <laughs> he hits the clothesline. The clothesline mm. doesn't knock out the Patriot. No. Um, it's probably the fall. The, the clothesline yeah. is just so quick and fast mm. that the guy doesn't tuck his chin and so his mm. back of his head hits the mat. Yeah. And Memphis wrestling was a sort of very cheap local... Uh, promotion that had local TV mm. um, and the rings were sort of notoriously hard so if you did sort of hit them wrong you were going to hurt yourself and mm. this guy is out mm. Coco Beware clearly meant to try and knock him out <laughs> when he's on the floor Coco then just begins punching him in the throat um, the guy sits up and it's just that thing where your body like when you fall down and, much too, and you get up much too quick yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. his body is his mind is gone but his body is going I must get out of I this situation <laughs> I gotta get out of this ring <laughs> I must get to safety and Coco just begins kicking him in the back like like you would um i can't think even what you'd kick like that it's sort of maybe like a bouncy castle if someone said it's got a slow leak you'd go doosh, doosh, yeah. doosh, like that and, and you'd go yes you know? um, <laughs> the um the, 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 he just absolutely beats the crap out of him yeah he does a little bit where patriot is lying on the floor and he gets on his back and he does like a wrestling sort of funny thing yeah. where he runs on his spine but he's running on the spine but that's it isn't it, that's it. i mean that's <laughs> There's a... no he's not he hasn't got his hand on the ring to if, stop it. if that was a, like a genuine assault that had happened in a common near your house <laughs> that would be the bit that the, the judge would go well you're going that's 20 there is no mitigation no. because there was even a bit where you began running on the spot on, on, on the base of his spine which showed a callous disregard for human life <laughs> so, Coco beware, Coco where at this point, yeah. the bird doesn't want to know about it. The, but obviously the bird came later. The but even if the bird, later. the bird would have flown away. Like, I, I don't want it. Steve, you're, you're on your own here. That was really unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bird, Frankie. Watch out! Coco will get you! <laughs> because of the WWE, for some reason in my head, like the last time I saw him wrestle probably, he, he seemed a bit more fun-loving. Yes! <laughs> a bit more... Down to party and, and a bit more of a like a child's character because yeah. he's like a, a, a fun character. And I think that's a really interesting <laughs> thing about wrestling is Coco Beware is in the WWE a guy who loses all the time, who is smaller than everyone else, mm. and who is there high fiving the kids. Yeah. And the reality is he is a trained <laughs> professional wrestler, and he is a tough, tough guy. Mm. And you see it in this match now. People have discovered this match more recently. I think the one person who hasn't really talked about it is Coco Beware. Right. Nobody really knows who the Patriot <laughs> is either. I mean, it might have been... It could have been his first match. It could have been his only match. Yeah. Um, um, especially there's a pin that Coco does, which is just... He, he just puts his... Um, he does the Ghostbuster, which is his... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a suplex, mm. which he then drops down into a Brainbuster, yeah. which is a lethal move. Uh, well, to be fair... 
He didn't. He didn't murder him. He protects him on <laughs> he that protects move. Him he does on that it, move. which is sort of amazing. The guy is unconscious, so for Coco to actually pick him up and sort of get him straight, that is unbelievably <laughs> freaky strength. He drops him onto onto his head, but it's the move like it would normally be done. Yeah. Coco decides he will let the man live. He then does a pin on him, and he's got his knee on it. You might think, well, Coco's not angry anymore. Yeah. He does a pin. It goes one, two, and Coco just slaps him across the face. The way he... The arc of the arm and the connection <laughs> with the man's cheek is so fuck you energy. It's Isn't so, it? and good night, I'm done. Have you That's, learned oh, It's almost like lesson. punching your card in at the end of your time sheet. <laughs> Ka-chunk. He just... Bang! He does that, off he goes. Uh, the referee has to pretty much leave the ring to lift his arm up. <laughs> but no one knows why this happened. Yeah. So people have sort of said, um, it, it doesn't look like the Patriot gives him a like you know a potato shot really early on no. Coco loses his temper he comes to the ring really angry yeah because the pitcher kind of just comes in like he's eating a roast and he's sort of rubbing his belly <laughs> yes, he's looking he really relaxed about oh the whole I'm thing. looking forward uh, to <laughs> eating some of Coco's fists and feet <laughs> yummy yum the um uh, the, one of the things that's been been posited over the years mm. has been that the guy might have said something racial yeah. to, to, to Coco Beware but this is there's absolutely no Nothing, proof yeah. of that um, Coco Beware does have a, a bit of history. It's worth saying, in this, he's Coco Ware. Yeah. He moves after Memphis, where he has a really good run, including a bit where he loses a Loser Leaves Town match to uh, Bobby Eaton, who in the 80s was always seen as the most underrated wrestler of all time, a guy from Alabama. And um, he lost a, a Loser Leaves Memphis match to him, and he returned in a classic you know, wrestling angle mm. uh, under a mask as Stagger Lee. Right. Um, he then goes to Mid-South, which was being sort of uh, run by a guy called Bill Watts, would later take over WCW, uh, and Jim Ross was the commentator there. Right. And Jim Ross is the person who added the B, so he was Coco Beware. Yeah. I don't know why. Why? I don't know, I <laughs> no, don't know well, what the... I guess, well, it's Beware, but like... But, but what's I... a Coco Beware? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, ju- I, would, I would just call him Beware. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it's first, it's his actual second name, isn't it, Where? Yes, so, it is. Uh, I don't know. He, says, he said that Coco was, was not a racial name, which it sounds like. It mm. sounds like that's the sort of thing that if you were working in Memphis in the early 80s, you'd have a big fat white promoter going, I'm going to call you Coco. Yeah. But it's, it's not true. He right. said that he was given the name uh, at high school by, I think, a football coach. And he said it was because he had such lovely, smooth skin that it actually looked like drinking chocolate. I mean, it still sounds still a sounds, little bit racist yeah. to me. When the man is defending... Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, you wouldn't say it to anyone, would you? It'd be like everyone calling you Snowy Blue. <laughs> and you, you said, well, why is it that? And it's because my skin looks like driven snow. And you go, bit weird. Just a little bit weird. What are you talking weird. about my skin, sir? I am but a high school student. Yeah, don't you love me for my spirit? <laughs> um, the, um, the, uh, the, 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 the... Coco then, uh, in like 80... Oof. 86, 87, goes to WWF. Mm. And that's where uh, he says to Vince McMahon, look, I've always wanted to get a parrot. And they they go, well... Oh, so it was his... Right, Yeah. Oddly, I think he used for the first year a song called The Bird, and that was by a man called Morris Day... And Morris Day is a, a funk performer mm. from Minneapolis who was at high school with Prince. Right. right. So Morris, I, th- I think Morris Day and the Time was the, the band and the, the song he used was The Bird. Mm. It was later changed into something sounding very similar that Coco sang about being a bird man. And the only reason I mention this is because there was a really weird thing that happened after Prince's death. Mm. Uh, and uh, a lot of people were excited about what 
was in Paisley Park. Mm. And there was a list that was leaked of all the strange sort of memorabilia and bits and bobs that were in Prince's vault. Yeah. Um, one of those things, you know, lots of sort of albums that hadn't been released. Uh, Madhouse 24, the Jazz Fusion album he recorded in 1988. <laughs> uh, Sexy Drummer Funker, a collection of drum solos by <laughs> Sheila E. Um, the Apollonia 6 film, which was an attempt to do for his sort of singing style at Apollonia 6, what Purple Rain had done for him. Mm. So all these things that, that sort of sound very princey. Yeah. And one of the things on the list was that there was a Morris Day narrated documentary film about Coco Beware. <laughs> what? <laughs> In Prince's vault. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. One other wrestling thing that was there is uh, they said that there was a hard rock project that he'd done with the, the lead singer and guitarist from Sugar, Bob Mould. Mm. And Bob Mould was at one time an employee of WCW after right. his sort of rock career because mm. he was a huge wrestling fan. And that was entitled Bockwinkle. And Nick Bockwinkle <laughs> was a, a big Minneapolis-based star from the 60s through to the 80s. Yeah. So there were all these funny wrestling connections. <laughs> and the most interesting thing is, was Prince Making a documentary about Coco Beware <laughs> with his like high school friend who'd given him this this thing yeah. to. Anyway, it, uh, Kevin Smith was interviewed about it, and mm-hmm. he said, "Well, actually, Prince over the years uh, he commissioned lots of people to make documentaries for him. Yeah. They were made, and then they just disappeared. We never he, saw them he again. D- he used to like film complete music videos for songs, yeah, and just to fuck about yeah. with everybody. He'd go, "Nah, I'm going to destroy that." Yeah. If anyone said they liked something, he's like. 
Nah, destroying no. it. Literally deleting the masters. Yeah, there was. Uh, I mean, uh, it was alongside all these other things. My favourite one in there is that there was a uh, an album unreleased called Catsuit, which was a sexy saxophone slow jam concept album inspired by Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman from Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but That's anyway, the thing that gets me about Prince, like he was a very uh, like nobody talks about him as an outsider artist, but he yeah. was, like he was. He just like he used to do so much shit that nobody got so, got to see. Hugely. I mean, I, I would say if you if you've never heard it. His 1989 soundtrack album Bat- Batman, yeah, which was the it was the go 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 with a smile. Where does he get those beautiful ties? Batman, <laughs> <laughs> that is Bat-tons. an album that if you had a wet weekend, who are you, I'm Batman? <laughs> <laughs> That's from the uh, Amiga game as well. Is, uh... <laughs> what are you, <laughs> Batman? <laughs> if you've got a wet weekend, you could probably make an album of the same or better quality, <laughs> and you wouldn't even have to have record. Things. You could just, if you had a thick enough pencil, could get enough lead onto a piece of paper and then stick it on a record player, yeah. it would sound as good. But really disappointing, this list was, came out in 2016 and everyone was just like, this is so strange and so Prince. Mm. It turned out to be absolute bullshit. Oh, it's nuts. so disappointing. You suck. I mean, I you would love suck. to have seen a Prince-sanctioned documentary on Coco Beware. <laughs> it would have been absolutely great. Um... Coco was um, was with the WWE, but he never really got beyond a, a certain level. But what, what you can see there, and what you really see from this match, is C- Coco is really a gatekeeper. Mm. And so when you bring a new star in, you put them with Coco. He's smaller than a lot of the people who they have anyway, so they're going to look more impressive. He can take all the moves, and he's a bit of a high flyer. But I think there's also the sense of Coco can handle himself. And so if you did have people who were, you know, unsure or uncertain, Coco can just knock the sense into them. <laughs> Everyone who faces him, just him under his breath, just going, remember what I did the Patriot, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a good match. <laughs> um, he, um, he, he was ending, uh, in fact, fired from the WWE in 1989, and he was fired for having a fight with an uh, executive of Vince McMahon's while mm. they were on the European tour in France. Right. Um, again, people sort of said, what was the fight about? And it was... Uh, you know, bandied around that the guy had used a racial epithet. And it just seems not true. It seems mm. just Coco will have a fight with someone over a point of principle. This seemed to be, this executive was a guy called Jim Troy, and he'd worked in hockey before. He'd been a hockey player. And he got drunk with all the lads, and uh, they were at a bar. Um, he ended up having a weird sort of thing where, it, you, you know, before you end up having a big fight yeah. with someone, there's always signs with someone else that something's brewing. Yeah. So this guy, Jim Troy, ended up getting into a spitting fight with Shawn Michaels <laughs> <laughs> spitting in each other's faces. And I think Coco Beware had stepped in and said, everyone calm down. Mm. And Jim Troy had turned on him and said, oh, you wrestlers, you pretend tough guys. Mm. I played hockey. I'm a real tough guy. Yeah. He was about 6'3", and Coco was about 5'11". They ended up having a big fight. And when they got back to the hotel lobby, the fight continued. Um, I, I, I think Jim Troy was drunk. I think Coco was drunk. And they battered each other senseless. Coco Beware had a moment where he just... A switch went, he said. And I went into him like Ali and Fraser. And he just pummeled him terribly, terribly badly. <laughs> what would be best in this situation? What would be best? Someone coming in, someone responsible, mm, yeah. who was able to defuse the situation. Guess who Coco got? 
Marty Janetti. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this party upstairs, <laughs> baby. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So Jim Troy disappears back to his room, and Marty Janetti hears about this fight that's gone on, and Jim Troy being, you know, dismissive of wrestlers. Mm. So Marty goes down to the hotel lobby, which is now covered in blood. Mm. Coco cut himself on a beer bottle, and there's blood is sprayed all over this hotel lobby <laughs> uh, in Paris, <laughs> the city of romance. <laughs> uh, Marty Janetti demands the room key for Jim Troy from the woman behind the reception. Yeah. She doesn't respond quick enough, so he ends up jumping over the reception bar and he ends up striking a male member of staff. (laughs) Perfect. They get the key, they go up to Jim Troy's room, but he's not there, he's Mm. disappeared. So the next day, this gets back to Vince McMahon. He sends both of them home off the tour immediately. And he says to... I, th- I think Jim Troy is, is fired, but Coco Beware is also fired. He just says, look, I can't have my wrestlers attacking executives. And I believe he did the same with Jim Troy, saying I can't have my executives demeaning my wrestlers. Mm. So both of them were let go. Coco did later come back, and he would have a sporadic career uh, at a very low level in WWE. He'd be on TV, but he'd be the person who always lost. Right. Um, and I think his last match was around... 1999. He later got put in the Hall of Fame. I think that was 2009, Mm. I think, where he was inducted by the Honky Tonk Man. A guy who, in the WWE, they seem to have no connection. It would just be two random people uh, being put together. But they were actually really, really good friends, and it dated back their time in Memphis together. Right. Um, The only reason I know he was continued to wrestle in WWE until 1999 is because it came out in a lawsuit. So, Coco Beware. You remember this, this, this concussion? Lawsuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was the big one, but there was a second one that has been done more recently by the same attorney. And it involved Coco Beware, a former champion called Ivan Koloff, uh, Blackjack Mulligan, who is the grandfather of uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt, okay. uh, and Dynamite Kid, who has since died. Uh, a very similar thing, saying they had long-term health effects because of the concussions they suffered in their work. Mm. Um, they were about to sue the WWE with this claim, but the WWE essentially countersued, saying, we are suing you because you're trying to bring this uh, action against us, which they called stale and meritless. <laughs> they also said it passed the statute of limitations. So Coco is no longer in the WWE's good books. Okay. Poor Coco. Poor Coco. Poor Coco. So that is the story of uh, the Patriot, uh, about which we told you nothing, and Coco Beware. You could, uh, if you've got YouTube Premium, you could find a version of this match, um, save it to your device, and watch it between the tube stations Leicester Square (laughs) and Piccadilly Circus, because it really does go on that long. Yeah. It's a miracle we've managed to get 25 minutes out of it. Yeah. But it, it is... He looks focused. <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he? And it's so weird to see a wrestler who you're so used to seeing. <laughs> being, being fun-loving. Well, and, and, yeah. and also just, you know, anonymous. Yeah. And then you suddenly go, gosh, yeah, he was absolutely, on that night, the <laughs> hardest man in the world. <laughs> They've always got it in them, though. Yeah. They've always got it in them. Uh, Enjoyable. One tiny little coda. The big question, of course, remains. We've been through this fictional vault of mm. princes. Was Prince a big fan of wrestling? That is a question we cannot answer. But the uh, the, the wrestler David Atunga, who is now sort of more of a commentator, who was um, married briefly to Jennifer Hudson, the Oscar-winning actress, mm. uh, he said that tweet... Uh, that tweet? He said that tweet. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> he said that Prince once um, told him that David Atunga was his favourite WWF star, or WWE star, and he mm. said he loved Atunga's coffee thermos and bow tie. Um, 
no one has ever said that David Atunga is their favourite wrestler. <laughs> no one. Not, so, not even Jennifer Hudson when she's acting at her best. <laughs> he's either watched too much wrestling yeah. or not watched any wrestling. Yeah, I think it's probably the second. <laughs> the good thing is, because Prince is dead, mm. you can say, you can say, oh, yeah, actually, I did meet him once. <laughs> yeah, like exactly, I did. Yeah. Like I did. Yeah, yeah, and he said, him, yeah, yeah. he said, this was as good as WrestleMania gets <laughs> and there was no padding. Right, stick that in your reviews. Prince, <laughs> endorsed by Tiny Prince. Yeah. Tiny if, Dead Prince. If you don't believe us, then you can check in his vault. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMemus Mark. WrestleMemus Pete. We'll be back very soon with another one of these. Bye. All right. <laughs> was a Stakhanov production. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.